Welcome to Equipped and Established, a podcast of Valley Bible Church where we seek to equip people with the Word of God to be established in the truth. Hey everyone, this is episode 29 of the Equipped and Established podcast. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is part of our Q&A series where we answer questions submitted by our listeners. And this week we're kind of diving a little bit into the kind of topic of money or material possessions and a believer and how to kind of relate to that. And specifically the question that was submitted is, is it sinful to spend money on nice things? Okay. Is it sinful to spend money on nice things? Great question uh, for us to consider and think about because I think there can be a lot of different opinions or maybe misconceptions out there with all this. And so uh, this is a great question for us to uh, dive into. And so my kind of quick answer is no. And okay, let's wrap up. No, uh, you didn't come here for uh, just a yes or no answer to a question. So let's unpack this. But I do believe this is kind of a tricky question um, in one sense because uh, this, I believe, falls into the realm of what I would consider a wisdom issue. And so I want to tread carefully here in order to not fall into any sort of kind of like legalistic thinking or say anything that might be more legalistic or anything like that. Um, because like, uh, and so, but even though that's the case, like I do think there are some general principles that we find in scripture that can uh, give us some guidance here of how a believer should approach kind of money in their possessions. And so, kind of like to start, I guess, um, let's kind of elaborate on my initial answer here of, okay, is it sinful to spend money on nice things? I would still say no, but I could expand that a little bit uh, to maybe say uh, not necessarily, but it can be. Okay, so I I don't think it is sinful in of itself to buy nice things, but there are times that it can be, okay? And so there's not really a direct scripture that says you should or should not buy nice things, okay? Um, That's why I think this is falling into the realm of kind of a wisdom issue, right? Because there's there's also no direct scripture that says you can't have any sort of possessions, uh, and actually there isn't really a scripture that condemns you for being wealthy. And so this is why it falls into the realm of a wisdom issue. But again, we have some principles that we can consider, okay? And so kind of the first one that we'll look at is while scripture doesn't condemn wealth or possessions in and of themselves, Scripture does instruct us that the love of money is wrong. Okay, so like consider these passages. So the first one here from 1 Timothy 6.10 says, For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. Okay, so notice the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. And then there's like Hebrews 13.5 that says, Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. 
And so again, that instruction to keep your life free from the love of money. Okay, so in both of those, it does not say money is the root of all kinds of evil or the or keep your life free from money. Okay, money in and of itself is like a neutral. Okay, it's an object. Okay, it's not good or evil, but kind of how we approach it and how we use it can be kind of good or evil. All right, and so... Again, so kind of with this, right, is uh, we are not to be so focused on money and worldly possessions that these things take the place of God in our lives. That's really what seems to be the focus here. When we talk about, like, the love of money, um, it's to where we're then elevating it to a place that only really God should be, okay? And that's kind of the point that Jesus, Jesus makes in the Sermon on the Mount as well in Matthew 6, where he kind of makes that statement of, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Okay, so notice Jesus kind of makes this statement that uh, where we kind of store up our treasure is actually, uh, actually indicates where our hearts are at. And so if you're storing up um, kind of things of earthly value, things that will just kind of fade away and perish, rather than storing up heavenly things, which in like this context seems to be kind of like the rewards that God gives us for our God-glorifying good works, okay? So if you are valuing the things of this world or the things that uh, glorify God, then that shows that our heart is more for this world rather than for God, okay? Kind of that idea. And so, again, even when you hear these verses, we might be tempted to think uh, and conclude that this is teaching that, hey, don't have any, like, earthly possessions. Or even, like, maybe having too many is, like, bad kind of a thing. But that's not really Jesus' point here. Jesus' point seems to be valuing these things above God and elevating these earthly possessions to the place that God should be. And that this is the point seems to be emphasized by just a couple of verses later in verse 24, when it, uh, in which Jesus speaks of uh, not being able to serve both God and money. Okay, so in that way, like in that, in that point that Jesus is making, he is then indicating that, yeah, like, we are turning this money, this love for money has become this idol that now we're looking to serve that rather than God, that those two can't coincide, okay? And so it's not necessarily, Jesus' point here is not necessarily a knock on money or possessions, but rather I think the, the issue is more kind of the heart behind it, right? And how are we approaching it? Is it fueled by uh, we're seeking to honor God and use our material blessings to honor him and to pursue good works to do all this stuff, right? Or are we just striving to love our money, to uh, get as much money as we can and to hoard it and to uh, just not really look to honor God um, with our wealth or anything like that? Like, um, that seems to be more of the point, okay? And, and to confirm that, there's another set of verses that I think are very fitting for 
kind of this topic, right? And so um, this comes in 1 Timothy 6, verses 17 and 19. And what's great about this passage is Paul here um, kind of addresses, as he describes in verse 17, uh, the rich in this present age, okay? So those who are wealthy. And so first off, like, I mean, there's just the reality that, like, these are believers, okay? So you can be a believer and all that and be wealthy, okay? But let's look at what he has to say in this. So in 1 Timothy 6, verses 17 and 19, uh, let me read those. It says, As for the rich in this present age, charge them not to be haughty, nor to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God, who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. They are to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share, thus storing up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future so that they may take hold of that which is truly life. Okay, so let's walk through these verses and kind of just point out some things along the way that relate to what we're talking about. So first of all, notice that the rich in this present age are not to be haughty, which that's another word for like being prideful. And so our wealth should not lead to pride in our lives. And I think that relates also should go to our material things as well. Okay, and so remember what I said before that buying nice things could be potentially sinful. And this is one of those ways. So if our purchase is fueled by pride, then that would be sinful. Okay. And let me point out real quick that this can happen with nice things as well as not that nice of things. Okay. Like, so this isn't something that's just exclusive to nice things where we could think, well, I'd never buy anything that nice or expensive, whatever. Um, so I don't have to worry about that, but no, this can apply to anything, right? Like your wealth, um, or whatever you buy, right? Um, and that's because it's an issue of the heart, not necessarily the material thing itself. And so if we are buying something because we want others to like, see how great we are, uh, or how like rich we are or stuff like that, then we are clearly kind of crossing into pride and that is sinful. Okay. And so, um, that could be a time when buying something is sinful, okay, when it's fueled by pride. Second, Paul kind of mentioned this in here that uh, we're also not to set our hopes on riches, but on God. And so are you trusting in your wealth or even maybe in like your material possessions rather than on God? Okay, so another way a purchase could be sinful, right? If it's something that purchasing with kind of a mentality of um, kind of like, oh, I can have this and therefore then I don't really need to trust God as much. Okay, and now I don't think we often like <laughs> explicitly think that way, but I think our actions and thoughts could actually like reveal that that's actually our heart, okay? And so again, don't let our possessions or our riches um, take the place of now we're trusting in those things rather than trusting in God. Okay. So that's another way that it could be sinful or wrong. But then kind of the third thing I want to point out and something that's very important here uh, for this discussion, I think is verse seven at the end of verse 17. Uh, notice what he said. Like, so, so like you need to trust God rather than like relying on your riches, but notice what he says, God who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. So notice that last part there that we are to actually enjoy the material blessings that God has given us in this life. Okay? So he's given these things to enjoy. 
And so this is where I think we have this misconception of kind of like earthly things or material kind of um, blessings or things in our life where we can think like they're just all wrong, they're bad, like don't accumulate those, all that. But what's he say here? Like God actually gives us stuff to enjoy. And so that's where I think like you can buy something simply because you enjoy it. Because God has given us even material blessings in order to be enjoyed. Okay? Like, I think that's how I kind of understand this, right? Like, I I think there's this reality of, I think sometimes we often have to think through and just like, oh, I need to have a great reason to purchase that or this or this. But sometimes it could just be simply as like, hey, like, I enjoy this thing and I, I can buy it. I can have that freedom to buy it and I can praise God and thank God that I can enjoy this thing, right? Like, and he's given me this to enjoy and it can lead to further praise and worship of him, okay? And so there's that reality, okay? And then notice kind of the last thing here, fourth, um, is that those who are wealthy, like he, again, he kind of gives them instruction of, okay, they're not supposed to do these things. So what are they supposed to do? It says they are to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share. And then, so essentially, right, like he, he's saying that like those who are wealthy are to look to use those material blessings God has given them in order to what? Do good works and to serve other people, to be ready um, to honor him with the, that wealth that he has given. So they are able to enjoy it, but they should also be using it to care for other people, to minister to other people. And notice verse 19, where it gives kind of like the result of that, where it says, thus storing up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future. And what does that kind of remind you? What is that terminology of this idea of storing up treasure for yourself as a good foundation for the future? What does that make you think of? Jesus' words in Matthew 6, right? Laying up for yourselves treasures in heaven. And so this further affirms what I said before that like laying up treasures in heaven doesn't necessarily mean not having material possessions or anything like that, but rather it has to do with your heart and your good works. And so essentially like what your motives are in getting your possessions and how you then use them like for God's glory. Okay. Like, and again, that can be like, I enjoy this and I give that praise and thanks to God. Um, that can be, oh, I might buy this slightly bigger house, but that means, like, that's because now I can, I don't know, have more people over. I can host our growth group. I can do different, like, like there's different things. Like, and that's where, again, I don't want to get into too specific of things because I don't want it to become, like, a legalistic thing, right? And this is where the wisdom issue really takes place and we have freedom, right? Is because I think ultimately it's about your heart. And I think that's Jesus' point, And that's what, like, Paul's point and all this stuff, right? Because as Paul, we see in First Timothy, First Timothy six, is, hey, like, he's not saying, hey, for the rich in this present age, get rid of all your stuff, right? Like, how dare you have wealth or all these things? Like, get rid of all of it, right? Like, that's not what he says, but rather what he talks about, like, hey, don't let it lead to pride, don't let it lead to not trusting God. Um, actually, you can enjoy that thing. And then also be ready to, like, do good works because of that. Like, be also rich in good works and, like, um, in things of eternal value, okay? Like, so don't just be so caught up with your wealth that you neglect the good works God has prepared for you, okay? And so 
So that's kind of where I think it is, right? Like is I think it's that matter of the heart. And so kind of to kind of wrap up or come to an end here of, I just want to throw out some also like some, I don't know how to phrase it, just like some random additional thoughts about all this that kind of just came to my mind uh, initially when I kind of read through this. And I think, again, this is, I think, to some extent, like, they're still, like, grounded in some biblical truth and principles here, um, even though I don't have maybe, like, an exact verse that I'm pointing to, and so this is where it is, like, maybe just more advice or whatever, things to consider when I think about this. Um, so take this for what it's worth, all right? So, um, <laughs> but anyways, so, like, the first thing that kind of came to my mind is uh, just the reality that sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes, uh, more expensive items may be better quality and so may end up lasting longer than a cheaper item. And so sometimes there can be wisdom in spending a little bit more up front in order to save money in the long run. Okay, and so, again, like, I think there's there's wisdom in that. Okay, again, I don't have, like, a specific, like, Proverbs, whatever, like, to, to say that necessarily. Uh, but I think there is wisdom in that, right? And that's part of trying to be a good steward of, the resources God has given you, right? Where, okay, like I might need to spend a little bit more on this item and yeah, you can maybe consider it a nice thing, but hey, like that's going to last me for years to come. Whereas, oh, I could buy this cheaper thing, but then it might break or wear out or whatever. And now I have to replace it in a year or two. And now I'm spending more money than I would have if I just bought the nicer thing, right? Like, so there's, again, kind of wisdom in that. That's just practicality kind of coming through in that. Uh, second, uh, again, another reason why I believe this to be kind of a wisdom issue is that because what we consider quote unquote nice things is inherently subjective because what we might consider something like not that nice might actually be very nice to someone else and vice versa, right? Like where do we draw the line at whether something falls into the category of nice or not? Okay, like, there's no, again, there's no scripture with it that says, like, oh, as long as something doesn't cost above this amount, then it's not nice, or, oh, costing above that is now nice category, right? Where's the, where's the standard, I guess you could say? And so that's where, again, I think this falls into a matter of the heart. And what is your heart behind it? What's your motives behind it? Rather than the things itself, it's where's your heart in this, Okay. And then kind of a third thought I had, additional thought, was kind of this question of, is perching this thing, a this nice thing, a responsible handling of your money? Like, for example, does purchasing this nice thing prevent you from, like, paying your bills or your mortgage or fulfilling other obligations you have agreed or committed to? Okay, like, so there's just... Again, part of that being like a wise steward of God's money. Okay, like again, all these good things, as we said before, are given to us by God. And so ultimately, we are just stewards of these things. And so we want to be wise stewards. And so that's just a, a simple question that comes to my mind of one thing to consider right before kind of like, oh, now I have the green light to go buy all these nice things, right? Is okay, hold up, like just on a, again, practical level here of, in doing that, like, is that handling your finances or whatever responsibly? Okay, like, is that allowing you to, again, do the things you need to do, right? You need 
food on the table, right, for your family and stuff like that, like, and other different obligations or commitments you have, like, are you still able to kind of do all that? Or is this going to put you into kind of a bad situation? Okay, where you're not able to afford some of those things. And so, again, consider those things. And so those are just kind of some random thoughts I was kind of having as well with all this. And again, falls more into maybe some practical advice, wisdom, I don't know. Um, but okay, to actually wrap up now, uh, uh, let's just, all this to say, right? Is buying nice things sinful? No, I don't think buying nice things is sinful in and of itself. God has given us material blessings for us to enjoy as well as for us to use to care for and serve others with. However, these purchases can be sinful if they are fueled by such things as like pride or greed or not wanting to trust God. Okay? And so this is where, again, ultimately wisdom issue and ultimately a matter of the heart. Okay? And so that's where it kind of comes in and that's where I can't answer that for specific people because I don't know your heart, but you do. And so it'd be kind of evaluating that in your own life of, yeah, what's my motives behind this? Okay, why am I buying this thing? And so that's, hey, that's a good thing for us to consider, right? And so, again, hopefully that helps. Hopefully it gives some insight in this. I know it's kind of a lot of information there. And, and really, we could have even said a lot more, okay? Like, really, the Bible does actually address a lot with money and how we should approach that and stuff, right? Like it really does. And so there's a lot we could go into, but I was trying to focus primarily on this idea of focus on the question itself. Okay. Um, and so sticking with that question of, is it sinful by nice things? Okay. And so I try to focus in on that, but again, hopefully that all makes sense. Again, if you have follow up questions, all that I would love to hear more questions. Um, and as always, to uh, continue to submit questions, okay, um, you can keep submitting uh, various questions uh, to be answered here on this show. And so that's going to do it for today's episode, though. And so we'll catch you all next time. Mm-hmm.